Evening prayer starts on page 21. Let my prayer be set forth in thy sight as the incense, and let the lifting up of thy hands be an evening sacrifice. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Together the general confession starting on page 23. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us, but thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall shall forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 93 is on page 457. The Lord is king and hath put on glorious apparel. The Lord hath put on his apparel and girded himself with strength. He hath made the round world so sure that it cannot be moved. Ever since the world began, hath thy seat been prepared, thou art from everlasting. The floods are risen, O Lord. The floods have lift up their voice. The floods lift up their waves. The waves of the sea are mighty and rage horribly, but yet the Lord who dwelleth on high is mightier. Thy testimonies, O Lord, are very sure. Holiness becometh thine house forever. Psalm 99 is on page 462. The Lord is king, be the people never so impatient. He sitteth between the cherubim, be the earth never so unquiet. The Lord is great in Zion, and high above all people. They shall give thanks unto thy name, which is great, wonderful, and holy. The king's power loveth judgment. Thou hast prepared equity. Thou hast executed judgment and righteousness in Jacob. O magnify the Lord our God, and fall down before his footstool, for he is holy. Moses and Aaron among his priests, and Samuel among such as call upon his name, these called upon the Lord, and he heard them. He spake unto them out of a cloudy pillar, 
for they kept his testimonies and the law that he gave them. Thou heardest them, O Lord our God. Thou forgavest them, O God, though thou didst punish their wicked doings. O magnify the Lord our God, and worship him upon his holy hill, for the Lord our God is holy. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the apocryphal book of First Maccabees. And it happened after that, Alexander, son of Philip, the Macedonian, who came out of the land of Chedim, had smitten Darius, king of the Persians and Medes, that he reigned in his stead, the first over Greece. So Alexander reigned twelve years and then died, and his servants bare rule every one in his place. And after his death they all put crowns upon themselves, so did their sons after them many years, and evils were multiplied in the earth. And there came out of them a wicked root, Antiochus, surnamed Epiphanes, son of Antiochus the king, who had been a hostage at Rome, and he reigned in the hundred and thirty and seventh year of the kingdoms of the Greeks. In those days went there out of Israel wicked men, who persuaded many, saying, Let us go and make a covenant with the heathen that are round about us, for since we departed from them we have had much sorrow. So this device pleased them well. Then certain of the people were so forward herein that they went to the king, who gave them license to do after the ordinances of the heathen. Whereupon they built a place of exercise at Jerusalem, according to the customs of the heathen, and made themselves uncircumcised, and forsook the holy covenant, and joined themselves to the heathen, and were sold to do mischief. Here endeth the first lesson. Together the Magnificat. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud and the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath opened his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 22nd verse of the 15th chapter of the Acts of the Apostles. Then it pleased the apostles and elders with the whole church to send chosen men of their own company to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas, namely Judas, who was also named Barsabbas, and Silas, leading men among the brethren. They wrote this letter by them. The apostles, the elders, and the brethren, to the brethren who are of the Gentiles, in Antioch, Syria, and Cilicia, greetings. Since we have heard that some who went out from us have troubled you with words unsettling your souls, saying, You must be circumcised and keep the law, to whom we gave no such commandment. It seemed good to us, being assembled with one accord, to send chosen men to you with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, men who have risked their lives for the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
We have therefore sent Judas and Silas, who will also report the same things by word of mouth. For it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay upon you no greater burden than these necessary things, that you abstain from things offered to idols, from blood, from things strangled, and from sexual immorality. If you keep yourselves from these, you will do well. Farewell. So when they were sent off, they came to Antioch, and when they had gathered the multitude together, they delivered the letter. When they had read it, they rejoiced over its encouragement. Now Judas and Silas themselves, being prophets also, exhorted and strengthened the brethren with many words. And after they had stayed there for a time, they were sent back with greetings from the brethren to the apostles. However, it seemed good to Silas to remain there. Paul and Barnabas also remained in Antioch, teaching and preaching the word of the Lord with many others also. Here endeth the second lesson. Together, Nuke Davidus on page 28. Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is Thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not Thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, we beseech Thee mercifully to hear us, and grant that we, to whom Thou hast given an hearty desire to pray, may by Thy mighty aid be defended and comforted in all dangers and adversities, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening. We have um, 
uh, some readings tonight, and of course one is from First uh, Maccabees, and it's it's the beginning it's the beginning of of this book, and so um, it's a little bit um, it's very brief tonight, but I think we can pick up some things. But I think it's really important again, and I've said this over and over, but let's look at what we're asking for in our collect tonight. This is the last time we'll pray for it. This we'll pray the collect this week. But we are asking that by God's mighty aid, we be defended and comforted in all dangers and adversities through Jesus Christ our Lord. So I think one thing we have to take from that is there are dangers and adversities. And so what we're seeing in Maccabees, this is a time in history when um, the prophets the, the prophets aren't um, speaking anymore. Um, the Old Testament is, is done, and there's four or 500 years or 450 years between that time and the time that um, John the Baptist um, starts prophesying, so and then that uh, our Lord comes and, and fulfills all the promises of God. Um, what we see here too is we see a group of people that has have gone to the Maccabees. This is a group of Jewish people that have gone to the um, the conquerors and they've kind of made friends with them, and so um, they're they're trying to make profit and and ingratiate themselves to these people. And it's kind of um, the beginning. These uh, aristocratic families and the merchants and the wealthier elements of the population, and uh, what what they become later is the Sadducees, which is uh, basically the high the high priest, the um, and the rich people, and they came under the, the Greek influences and became Hellenistic. And so we see that it's going to it's going to cause tension, and so we see the beginning of this tension here in First Maccabees, and of course that story will unfold, and we'll learn more about it. But I think the real important thing is that um, that we see that the evil is the, what's happening is evil is in this place, and it's set up, and and it'll we'll see how it um, kind of unveils as we go through First Maccabees. It's interesting to me too as I think of this, you know, when we're dealing with as people of God and we deal with evil. And I was thinking of our, you know, recent um, trips through First Kings and First Kings and Chronicles, and and we'd read about this guy was king. He did evil in the sight of the Lord, and he reigned for forty years. And we're like, oh my gosh, forty years of that stuff. So as as people of God, we have to keep our focus on God and not not what's going on around us in in the world. And that's that's really a hard thing to do, but that's that's important for us. So moving into the Book of Acts, we see a. Um, we see kind of a theme continuing, and that's the adversity and the and the challenges that uh, the apostles and the and the early Christians face. And in this particular um, challenge, what happened was uh, everywhere Paul and and Barnabas went, there were people called Judaizers, and they followed them. And Paul and Bar and Barnabas would come and give them the gospel, and the people would come to faith in Jesus. And and uh, then these Judaizers would come in and say, well, that's really great that you believe. And, you know, that, but to really believe, you have to circumcise yourself. You have to follow the laws. You have to become basically Jewish and do all the things that didn't work before. So we see that in Acts. And we've seen it in most of Paul's letters where he's fighting against these people that come in and, and try to undo all the work um, that he's done. So they had a council in Jerusalem. And this is the answer. And it's interesting that. Besides faith in Jesus, um, when you think about all the things you have to do, and um, the answer from the from the leaders of the church was, it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay upon you no greater burden than these necessary things. So um, three of them are about what you eat. 
Uh, you abstain from things offered to idols. So in other words, don't participate in anything offered to idols, especially the meat that we read about in First Corinthians from blood. And, and as we know that, um, from the Old Testament that, that blood was, was not to be consumed and, and, uh, the proper way to eat kosher, they would drain the blood from the animal. And along that line from things strangled, that means they weren't killed in a kosher way and they would have blood in them. And finally, sexual immorality, which was, um, rampant um they had temple prostitutes and there was a, there were a lot of things going on people were just pleasing themselves rather than uh, pleasing god and so they're telling them besides your faith just keep away from those things and and that's all and when you consider the amount of laws the jewish had that was uh the jews had that was uh quite a a, uh, a give up for them is you don't have to follow all this stuff we just have to have faith in christ alone so in 24, we see the word troubled because they were being troubled. That's what the letter says. And it's uh, like, it's, it's really create fear, unsettling. It's like tearing apart. So, um, it's a little bit more than just what we would say is troubled. And then also we talked about adversaries. And in the 26, it talks about uh, Barnabas and Paul and how they, they risk their lives. And then another verse that struck, uh, struck, stuck out was when Silas and Judas were, um, um, prophets and they prophesied and, and they exhorted people. And so I think it's important. It's a little um, reminder that God has given us gifts and each one of us has a gift and each of us should exercise our gift. And that's what held helped held the church, church together was the encouragement they got from the, the prophecies of these men. So our job is to uh, uh, love God, to keep his commandments and to walk in his ways. Uh, we see um, that at the end of the chapter that uh, Barnabas and Paul and Silas decided to stay in Antioch and they stay there a while. But I think uh, we're going to find out on Monday when we get back into our the the rhythm of our readings that uh, Barnabas and Paul are about ready to to go different ways. And that Silas, you'll, Silas is a name that you'll hear over and over again. So just kind of to sum it up is just to remember that we are going to face um, ab adversaries and dangers and and so that's where why we keep our faith and we ask God by his mighty aid to keep us in that so that's a, just a few thoughts on today's lesson and I'd like to move to the intercession at this time and that's on page 590 and accept O Lord our intercessions for all mankind let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations and may as many as have received it live as becomes it be gracious unto the church, thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, especially those for whom we stop and make our prayers at this time. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.
Almighty God, who has given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications unto thee, and does promise that when two or three are gathered together in thy name, thou wilt grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, the desires and petitions of thy servants, as may be most expedient for them, granting us in this world knowledge of thy truth, and in the world to come, life everlasting. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining us tonight. We have a wonderful Saturday evening, and we'll look forward to Trinity 4 tomorrow. Thank you. Thank Michelle. you, Deacon Bob. Thank you. Good night, everybody.